Welcome. Do you know the history of Valentine's Day? Well, in this episode of How We Got Here, we're going to discover its captivating origins. The origin of St. Valentine's Day goes back to early Christian history. Today, at a time when governments are increasing their persecution of Christians, it is important to remember that the church was born into a one-world anti-Christian government, the Roman Empire. In the book of Acts chapter 1, verse 8, Jesus told his disciples, But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. According to Easton's Bible Dictionary, the word witness in Greek is martus, which is the root word for martyr. Eleven of the twelve apostles were martyred, with John boiled in a pot of oil, but miraculously surviving and banished to the island of Patmos. During the first three centuries of Christianity, there were ten major persecutions in which government agents threw Christians to the lions in the Colosseum, boiled them alive, had their tongues cut out, or worse. 64 to 68 AD, Emperor Nero blamed a fire in Rome on Christians and began the first Roman persecution of Christians. 69 to 79 AD, Emperors Vespasian and Titus persecuted Christians and destroyed the temple in Jerusalem. 89 to 96 AD, the persecution under Emperor Domitian included throwing the Apostle John in that pot of oil, and Domitian also hunted down the descendants of David and killed them. 108 to 117 AD was the persecution under Emperor Trajan. 117 to 138 AD was the persecution under Emperor Hadrian who also crushed the Jewish Bar Kokhba revolt and renamed the Roman province of Judea as Syria-Palestina. 161 to 180 AD was the persecution of Emperor Marcus Aurelius, which killed Polycarp, the disciple of the Apostle John. 192 to 211 AD was the persecution under Emperor Septimus Severus, 235 to 238 AD was the persecution under Emperor Maximius the Thracian. 249 to 251 AD was the persecution under Emperor Decius. 253 to 260 AD was the persecution under Emperor Valerian. 268 to 270 AD was the persecution under Emperor Claudius II during which time St. Valentine was killed. 274 to 285 AD was the persecution under Emperor Aurelian. 285 to 305 AD was the persecution under Emperor Diocletian, the worst of them all, which included killing an entire Roman legion, the Theban legion, which had become Christian, and also persecuting St. Nicholas. And 305 to 313 AD, finally the persecution under Emperor Galerius. Christians met in catacombs, caves carved underground for church meetings, and risked their lives every time they gathered together. 
Roman soldiers not only raided meetings and arrested believers, dragging them before corrupt judges, they also confiscated and destroyed Christian writings, scriptures, and church records. Because of this, records of the life of St. Valentine are very scant. What little is known of Valentine is from the works of Eusebius of Caesarea and the Martyrology of Jerome, compiled around 460 to 544 AD. Also, the Passio Mari et Martha, published in the 5th or 6th century, which includes a story of the martyrdom of St. Valentine of Rome. Venerable Bede's Martyrology, compiled in the 8th century, describes St. Valentine being arrested and interrogated by Emperor Claudius II. Claudius was impressed with Valentine's courage and tried to convert him to paganism to save his life. Valentine refused and instead tried to convert Claudius to Christianity. Because of this, he was executed. The 8th century Galatian Sacramentari recorded the celebration of the Feast of St. Valentine on February 14th. St. Valentine is mentioned in Legenda Sanctorum by Jacobus de Voragine in 1260 and in the Nuremberg Chronicle, 1493. Though several individuals may have had that name, it appears that St. Valentine was either a priest in Rome or a bishop in Terni, central Italy. In the 3rd century after Christ, the Roman Empire was being invaded by Goths. At the same time, the plague of Cyprian, probably smallpox, broke out killing at its height 5,000 people a day. So many died that the Roman army was depleted of soldiers. Roman Emperor Claudius II needed more soldiers to fight the invading Goths. He believed that men fought better if they were not married, so he banned marriage in the military. Valentine risked the emperor's wrath by standing up for traditional marriage, secretly marrying soldiers to their young brides. Rome was also being torn from internal rivalries, which continued since the assassination of the previous emperor, Galenius. Emperor Claudius II quelled political tensions by requesting the Roman Senate deify the previous Emperor Galenius so as to be worshipped as a god along with the other Roman gods. Citizens were forced to worship Roman gods and deified emperors by placing a pinch of incense on a fire before their statues. Those who refused to worship the Roman gods were considered politically incorrect or unpatriotic enemies of the state. They were canceled and killed. Emperor Decan's persecution specifically targeted Christians by issuing government mandates and executive orders, forcing Christians to deny their consciences or die. When Emperor Claudius II demanded that Christians worship pagan idols and statues of deified emperors, St. Valentine refused. The name Valentine is derived from the word valor, which means 
strength of mind or spirit that enables a person to encounter danger with firmness and personal bravery. Valentine was arrested, dragged before the prefect of Rome, who condemned him to die. While awaiting execution, he preached to the guards and other prisoners. His jailer, Asterius, asked St. Valentine to pray for his blind daughter. When she miraculously regained her sight, the jailer converted and was baptized, along with many others. Right before his execution, St. Valentine wrote a note to the jailer's daughter, encouraging her in the faith, signing it from your Valentine. St. Valentine was beaten with clubs and stones, and when that failed to kill him, he was beheaded outside the flop the Flaminian Gate, on February 14th, 269 A.D. 1 John 4.18 said, Perfect love casts out fear. 1 Timothy 4.8, Paul said, Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day, and not to me only, but unto all them also that love his appearing. In 496 AD, Pope Galatius is credited with designating February 14th as St. Valentine's Day. How did St. Valentine's Day get associated with love? In the high Middle Ages, around 1393, Geoffrey Chaucer, called the father of English literature, wrote a poem called Parliament of Fowls, or Assembly of Fowls or Birds. In it, he described how fowls, or birds, choose their mates in mid-February. For this was St. Valentine's Day, when every bird of every kind that men can imagine comes to this place to choose his mate. He made another mention in the final chapter of The Canterbury Tales. The Book of the Duchess, the Book of St. Valentine's Day of the Parliament of Birds. The Association of Birds with fidelity in marital love, came about because 90% of bird species are monogamous. Many bird species mate for life, such as varieties of swans, geese, ravens, cranes, blue jays, owls, hawks, woodpeckers, ospreys, raptors, puffins, penguins, pigeons, doves, and bald eagles. After elaborate courtships depending on their species, these birds remain together with the same partner until one dies. Birds that mate for life often take turns sitting on the eggs in the nest, females at night and males during the day. Their offspring require more extensive care and instruction from parents. They mate earlier in the season, which allows their young more time to develop before the fall and seasons of long migrations or harsh winter weather. After Chaucer's poems, more references appeared in literature associating St. Valentine's Day with courtly love. This eventually developed into the 18th century English traditions of presenting flowers, offering confectionery, and sending St. Valentine's Day greeting cards to loved ones. People often signed Valentine cards with X's and O's. Where did this come from? Back to Rome. 
Remember Emperor Diocletian's terrible persecution? Believers prayed and Diocletian was struck with an intestinal disease so painful he abdicated the throne on May 1st, 305 AD. The next emperor, Galerius, continued the persecution and was struck with an intestinal disease and died in 311 AD. Four Roman generals fought it out as to who would be the next emperor. Two were defeated, and it came down to Constantine and Maxentius and the Battle of the Milvian Bridge in 312 AD. Reportedly, the day before the battle, Constantine saw the sign of Christ in the sky, put it on his shields and banners, and won the battle. Afterwards, he stopped the persecution of Christians. What was the sign of Christ? It is said it was the first two letters of the Greek name for Christ. Just like we often abbreviate things like states with the first two letters, Greeks abbreviated names with the first two letters. The first letter of the Greek name for Christ is the letter X, which makes the K sound. It's called Chi. The second letter that makes the R sound is called Rho, and it is written as a P. This X and P was called the Chi Rho. Over the centuries, it got shortened just to the Chi or the X. X became a common abbreviation for the name Christ. That is why Christmas is often abbreviated Xmas. In medieval times, the X was called Christ's Cross or Crisscross. In colonial America, young students were taught the alphabet, but before it was the X or Christ Cross. And the little children would begin their recitation of the alphabet by saying, May Christ's Cross grant me speed or success. It reminded students that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. One of the colonial school books had the rhyme, Mortals ne'er shall know more than contained of old the crisscross row. The Christ cross was a form of a written oath, similar to the ancient practice of swearing upon a Bible and saying, so help me God, and then kissing the Bible, people would sign a document with an X or next to an X to symbolize that they were swearing before Christ that they were going to keep their word that they were agreeing to. And then they would kiss it to show sincerity. This practice has come down to us as sign at the X or saying, I swear, cross my heart. This is the origin of signing a Valentine's card with an X to express a pledge before God to be faithful and an O to seal the pledge with a kiss of sincerity. History is intertwined with Valentine's references. Frederick Douglass was born a slave, and then he got free and became a Republican advisor to Abraham Lincoln. He was separated from his mother as a child, and all he remembers is her calling him my little Valentine. Theodore Roosevelt's wife and mother sadly died on Valentine's Day in 1884. Depressed, Roosevelt dropped out of New York politics, left his infant daughter with a relative, and went off to ranch in the Dakotas. He later came back and brought his daughter back, married and had more children, and then ran for president. 
St. Valentine's Day massacre occurred in 1929 during the Prohibition era. Al Capone's Chicago mob murdered seven members of Bugs Moran's Irish gang. Al Capone's hitman, Frank Nitti, was accompanied by the young Saul Alinsky, who later incorporated gang tactics into his political technique of community organizing. Alinsky wrote in Rules for Radicals, 1971, the organizer must first rub raw the resentments of the people of the community, fan the latent hostilities of many of the people to the point of overt expression. Since the Roman times, persecutions of Christians have grown so that Christianity is the most persecuted faith on the planet, with over 300 being martyred each day or one every five minutes, mostly in communist and fundamentalist Islamic countries. The Center for Studies on New Religions reported that in 2016, 90,000 Christians were killed, 30% by Sharia Islamic terrorists. Organizations that keep track of this are Voice of the Martyrs and another SaveThePersecutedChristians.org. St. Valentine's willingness to be martyred for Christ and his loving example of heroic valor still inspires believers to follow the scriptures. Matthew 5, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, pray for them that despitefully use you and persecute you, that ye may be the children of your Father which is in heaven. John 13, 35, by this shall all men know that ye are my disciples, if you have love one for another. John 15, 3, greater love hath no man than this, than a man lay down his life for his friends. 1 John 4, 10, herein is love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. 1 John 4.19, we love him because he first loved us. I hope you have found this history of Valentine's Day fascinating. God bless you and happy Valentine's Day.